الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه We continue going over the tremendous piece of advice that is directed toward our Muslim sisters by the Fadilat al-Shaykh al-Allama Shaykh Salih al-Fawzan Hafizahullah Ta'ala The Shaykh Hafizahullah Ta'ala We are still in the portion of his advice where he is giving advice to the sisters and outlining certain affairs that are to be avoided for their protection, for their protection and so that they are safeguarded. And this is something that is tremendously important for the Muslim and the Muslim man in particular and in that is the protection of our Muslim sisters, the protection of the Muslim women to make sure that they are protected and that they are safeguarded and that they are not exploited and that they are not used as tools for fitna and the like. This is something that is tremendously important in the deen of Al-Islam and this is part and parcel due to the precious nature of the Muslim women and that they are precious and more precious than any valued metals, more precious than any valued gems and precious gems, they are more precious than any of these things. The Shaykh Ta'ala, he goes on to mention and again we want to remind that although these things that are mentioned, they are also that which will protect the men and that which the men they benefit from. But the focus here is on the Muslim women and the focus here is on their protection. And so that they are not exploited and used and abused. The Shaykh says, وَكَذَلِكَ حَرَّمَ الْإِسْلَامِ he said also Islam it prohibits that a man and a woman be alone that a man and a woman they be alone secluded that she and a man be in a place where that man is alone with her and there is no other one there except for her. Naam. لأن ذلك مدعاء 
the wukur al-fitna because this here this will be a determining factor for falling into fitna this will be that which will lead to the occurrence of falling into the fitna وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم and the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said إياكم إياكم والدخول على النساء he said and beware addressing the men he said beware of entering upon the women beware of entering upon the women نعم قالوا the Sahaba they said يا رسول الله أو يا رسول أرأيت الحمو they said oh messenger have you not seen the in-law the حمو الحمو يعني قريب الزوج those who are from the close family members of the husband like the brother-in-law like the uncle-in-law so on and so forth. These individuals who, as explained in the last class, are those individuals who are not from her maharim. These are individuals who the prohibition of them marrying her is a prohibition that is temporary. That is temporary, it's not forever. So thus they are not from her maharim. They're not mahram for her. And likewise, as relates to the man, his sister-in-law, or as relates to the man, the his aunt-in-law, the aunt of his wife, be it the maternal or paternal aunt of his wife, and the like. Ma'am, these are those close family members. These are those close family members and the like. That are referred to. These are examples of the close family members. Naam. That are referred to. This is Al-Hamu. So they ask. Ara'ayt Al-Hamu. Have you, and, and, and what about the Hamu? What about this close family member? Naam. From the extended family or the like. What about this close family member? وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ And the Prophet صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ He said. Alhamu al-mawt. He said that the hamu, this close family member, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, uncle-in-law, aunt-in-law, ma'am, uh, as relates to each respected side, each respected party, meaning man and wife, then they are death. That close in-law, that's not maharim, then they are death. They are death. And this hadith is from the hadith of Uqba bin Amir radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and it is collected by Imam al-Bukhari. It is collected by Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullahu ta'ala. So the hamu the hamu is death. We have to beware. Yani the Shaykh he says, meaning, He said, because the danger of this, uh, the like of this relative, it is more. 
the danger of the like of this relative, then it is more, it's a greater danger. The Shaykh, he says, Nimada. And why is this? Why is this? Why, why is the, the Hamu greater? Why is that sister-in-law more dangerous to the husband than other than her? Why is that brother-in-law more dangerous to the wife than other than, uh, than other than him? Ma'am? The Shaykh, he says, Li'anna, Li'anna, he said because the restraint as relates to the close family members of the husband, you know, like his, his brother, his, his uh, maternal uncle, paternal uncle, so on and so forth. They said that the restraint uh, that's, yani, um, that will be there is less as relates to them. Is less than other than them. Naam. Meaning, when it comes to other than them, there's a greater restraint. When it comes to other than them, there's a greater restraint. You understand? The Shaykh, he says, فَإِنَّ تَحَرُّجْ عَنْهُمْ مُيَسَّرْ He said, because the restraint as relates to them, that it is laxed. The restraint as relates to them, it is laxed. So you will find, for example, yani, more times than not an individual who may be very well restrained as relates to other women. He may be very well restrained. So when he's in the supermarket, when he's yeah, he, at, in his place of work and doing business and so on and so forth, he's very restrained as relates to these women. So thus, you won't find him conversating with these women like that. But as relates to his sister-in-law, you may find that his restraint is less. So you will find that he will have conversations with his sister-in-law and speak with and speak with her in a manner in which he does not speak with other than her. Naam. So the restraint is less. Likewise with the woman, you may find that her conversations with her brother-in-law or her uncle-in-law they will be less restrained than the conversation she may have with the teller at the checkout aisle or someone who is doing business with any so on and so forth. Naam. ولكن القريب الزوج يحتاج إلى الاحتياط وإلى الحذر. He said, but however, the the close family members of the husband. Now I mean, likewise, the close family members of the wife. Then what? Then they deserve a greater precaution, and we have to beware of them even more. So for those sisters, now they have to have greater precaution. They have to have a greater uh, restraint. As relates to what? As relates to the close family members of their husband. So their brother-in-law, their maternal uncle-in-law, their paternal uncle-in-law, so on and so forth. They have to have a greater restraint because the Prophet ﷺ, he described this type of family member, Al-Hamu Al-Maut. The Hamu, he is death. And likewise, for the brothers, they have to have a greater restraint as relates to their sister-in-law. They have to have a greater restraint as relates to their maternal and paternal aunt-in-law. And so on and so forth. له أن يسلم على المرأة. 
ويصافحها ويخرو معها ويدخل عليها هذا كلام باطل He said and what we what we hear today what we hear presently right now from some of the ignorant individuals those who say that the brother-in-law that the brother of the husband and the uncle-in-law that the uncle of the husband and the close family members those male close family members who are not maharim to the man's wife that it is okay for them to give her salams and by shaking and shake her hand it's okay to give salam unto the woman and to shake her hand as far as giving her salam you know this is fine no problem what the shaykh he means here is to greet her uh shake her hand so on and so forth ma'am he says and to be alone with her and to enter upon her when she's by herself that it's okay for the brother-in-law to do that to his sister-in-law it's okay for the uncle-in-law to do that to his niece-in-law so on and so forth he said then all of this then this speech is erroneous he said this is erroneous speech this is baqil it's natural it's erroneous the shaykh he says la yajuz the ghayr al-mahram an yadkhula ala al-mar'a ولا أن يصافحها ولا أن يخلو بها إلا إذا كان بالبيت من تزول به الخلوة. He said, this is not permissible. This is not permissible. Rather, it is not permissible. Excuse me, it is not permissible for someone who is not her mahram. It is not permissible for someone who is not her mahram to enter upon her and to shake her hand. Ma'am, to shake her hand. So now how much more so a hug? How much more so a hug than a kiss on the cheek? Ma'am, it's not permissible. It is not permissible for someone who's not her mahram to shake her hand, nor to be alone with her. nor to be alone with her in a house or to be in a house with her except that there's present someone else who will negate seclusion you understand so he can he can't be in a house with her unless someone else is there unless someone else is there and thus they are not secluded so it is important for the men it is important for the men that we want we are observant of these rules and regulations with ourselves and that we ourselves do not enter upon the women who we are not mahram for and that we avoid being in seclusion with a woman uh, who is not who we are not mahram for and we have to يعني, observe this ourselves first and also we have to make sure that this is being observed as relates to our women folk Ma'am, so we have to educate our wives, educate our daughters, educate our nieces uh, and nephews, so on and so forth. But we have to make sure that the women in our family, first and foremost, they know and they understand this. They know and they understand this. Ma'am, and then we have to make sure that these rules are being observed. We have to make sure that these rules are being observed in our households. Now, in those places in which we have authority over, 
And we have to make sure that we are calling to the good and forbidding the evil and advising with good advice in a good manner. When we see that these things are being, what? Violated. Then we have to say something. We have to remind them this is not permissible. We have to remind them, fear Allah. Ma'am, especially when there are big Muslim families and then they have uh, family functions, ma'am, be it on the Eid, ma'am, and, and, uh, and so on and so forth, be it during Ramadan, and you have Iftar at the family house and there's a large extended family, then we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful that the communications and, 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 and the entering and going and going, going and, 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 and leaving and so on and so forth, that they are not done inside of a manner that infringes upon any of this. Ma'am, we have to be on our P's and Q's more so. We have to be on our P's and Q's more so. Ma'am. And there are many reasons, yeah. We mentioned some of these reasons in the last class, but I mean, subhanAllah, we have to be on our P's and Q's. Because when it comes to the close family members like this, then what? Access to them is very easy. You understand? Access to them is easy. Whereas a person walking down the street, just any person on the street and so on and so forth, ma'am, yeah, I mean, it's not easy to gain access to that individual. It's not easy. The person on the street, it's not easy to gain access to that individual. But as far as the close family members, it's easy to gain access to those individuals. It's easy. If you wanted their cell phone number, you can get it, right? It's not hard. It's easy. Easy to get it. Ma'am. As far as their residence, where they live, you know what that is. So it's easy. So the access, yani, because of the access being more easier, then the danger is more. The danger is more. So we have to be on our guard more. We have to be on our guard more. The Shaykh, says, وهو ليس من محارمها فهذا خلوة محرمة والخطر he said but as far as entering upon a woman inside of the house where no one is present except for her for a person who is not her mahram he's not from her maharim he said then this seclusion is prohibited and is dangerous أو أن يدخل عليها في غرفة or listen or that you enter upon her ma'am, inside of a room that you enter into a room with her so now listen if there's no one else with you alone with her in the house this is khalwa right there's no one with you uh, in the house you want her in the house alone then this is khalwa or for the sisters you and this man are alone inside the house this is khalwa this is seclusion that's impermissible now what about the situation where there are other people in the house? Others are present inside of the house. Ma'am? But you go into a room, now a man comes in the room too. You understand? Although there are other people in the house with you, due to the fact that there's no one inside of the, the four walls, inside of those outer four walls, meaning... There, there, there's no one else with you alone in, there's no one else with you in that room then this too is khalwa this too is khalwa that is muharrama this too is the seclusion that is haram so although people are in the other other rooms you go inside of a room 
the man come inside the room. None of the other people in the house can see you, nor hear what you're saying, nor see what you're doing. This is khalwa. This is haram. So you have to beware. You have to beware. Because especially when you have the likes of these family gatherings, and it may be a situation where yeah, I mean, uh, there's a room, designated room for the coats. So all the coats are inside that room, so on and so forth. Maybe you go inside your coat to retrieve something from your pocket. Now, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, unplanned, your sister-in-law happened to come into the room because she has to get something or she, whatever, and you find you and her alone like that. You have to fear Allah. She has to fear Allah. Somebody has to walk out very fast and say, hey, when you finish, then I'll come and finish. I'll come in and do what I have to do. Go ahead. You, you finish. I'll leave. When you, when you, when you leave, then I'll come and do what I gotta do. Now, not take it light. Oh, what you looking for? This you looking for your coat? This is it. Da, da, da. No. Your scarf. Here we go. Meaning, any, our scarf for when it's, uh, cold because she can't uncover in front of him. I want to make that clear. She can't uncover in front of him. I mean, the outer scarf because it's cold, snowing, whatever. Huh? Like this. Huh? So on and so forth. We have to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as relates to the hamu, because the hamu and hamu and maut. I want you to remember that. Do you remember anything else on that hadith that is collected by Imam al-Bukhari? That I want you to remember that sentence. Al-hamu al-maut. Al-hamu al-maut. I want you to remember that. If you gotta write it down phonetically, write it down phonetically like you think it sounds. Al-hamu al-maut. Literally. I'm serious. If you have to write it down phonetically, A L H A M, so on and so forth. Now write it down phonetically. I want you to remember at least that sentence and have it on your mind. Alhamu al maut. Those close in-laws who are not Muhammad, they are death. You understand? Wait. The Shaykh he says, Being alone with a woman inside of a room, just you and her, is not permissible. Because this is a reason and a cause that leads to fitna, it leads to trials, it leads to tribulations, it leads to haram. This is the setting that the haram, yani, it, yani, it could lead to like that. Do you understand? This is the setting that the haram it could lead to. وَلَوْ كَانَ هَذَا الرَّجُلَ الَّذِي فِي الْمَكَانِ طَيِّبًا Even if this man is in a good place. Even if this man is in a good place. نعم. Being alone with an individual who, who, who you're not mahram for is death. This is what needs. Because look, people do not fall into fornication. They do not fall into adultery, except that they're in what they're secluded with the with the person who they're committing the, the the haram act with. Do you understand? They don't fall into adultery. They don't fall into fornication, except that they're alone at some point to commit that act. And usually, previously, they were alone at some point to arrange that act. You see, so. Being alone and being inside of this seclusion, 
then this is from the means of falling into the haram. It's from the means of falling into the haram. It's from the means that yani, instigate the haram. You understand? Because the shaitan, he will beat you down. The shaitan, he will beat you down. Because maybe it started with some glances. Maybe it started with an individual. Not that. Maybe it always starts with an individual. What? Not lowering their gaze. They don't lower their gaze. It's the look. Then after the look, it becomes a speech. It becomes a talk. After the talk, there becomes what? An arrangement. You're setting it up. After that, then there comes the seclusion with the haram. Now, this is how it works. So we have to be careful and none of us should feel like, no, not me, I'm so such strong iman and so on and so forth that it's impossible for me to fall into this. Never believe this because if this is what you're believing, then you're already being set up. If this is what you think, you are already being set up. Do you understand? The Prophet wasallam he told us, he told us in a hadith that's authentic that has been collected by Imam At-Tirmidhi. And Imam Ahmad fi Musnadin from the hadith of Umar bin Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala anhu the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said ma khala ar-rajul min mra'a illa kana thalithuhuma ash-shaytan the Prophet وسلم, he said that a man is never alone with a woman. Listen. A man is never alone with a woman. That woman includes your sister-in-law. That woman includes your aunt-in-law. So on and so forth. A man is never alone with a woman. Except that Shaytan is the third of them. Except that Shaytan, he is the third of them. You understand? Yani, anna shaytan, yani, ash-shaytan, yahduru, wa yuzayinu lahuma al-wukur fil-fahisha. That the Shaytan, he is present with them, and he will beautify for them falling into fornication. He will be, this is what it means here. Al-Fahisha. Al-Fahisha. This means illicit sexual acts. This is what it means here. Now, this corruption, this sin, this, this naziness here. And what it means? It means illicit sexual acts. Shaitan, he beautifies that for them. When they're alone, Shaitan, he beautifies that for them. Because the Shaitan, he urges and he calls, he calls, the Shaitan, he calls to the fitna. And he urges for the opportunity. He urges for the opportunity so that they can fall into corruption. So that they can fall into that fornication. He beautifies that for them. He beautifies that for them. He tempts them by way of each other so that they will fall into fornication. And this happens what? 
when the people are alone. You understand? When the people are alone. وَعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ وَعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ We have to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the likes of this. Seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the tricks and the traps of the shaytan. We have to be on our guard and observe these rules and regulations because they are there for our protection. وَلِأَجْلِ الْقَطِعِ الطَّرِيقِ عَلَى الشَّيْطَانِ وَعَلَى أَعْوَانِهِ وَعَلَى وَعَلَى الْفِسَادِ مَنَعَ الشَّارِعِ الْخَلْوَ الرَّجُلِ بِالْمَرْأَةِ And so as to sever the road of shaytan and to sever the road of his helpers and to sever يعني, uh, the facade falling into fornication in the night, then the legislation it has prohibited that a man and a woman be alone together. It has prohibited that a man and a woman they be alone together. Because that will close the door for that. If the man and a woman are never alone together, then they're not going to fall into the likes of this. They're not going to fall into the haram. Yes, sir. ومما جد في وقتنا هذا من الخلوة المحرمة uh, and also from the things that will enter into this type of prohibited privacy this type of خلوة this seclusion in our time in our time do you know what that is? ركوب المرأة وحدها مع سائق. It is a woman riding alone in a car with the driver. A woman being alone in a car with a man. A man الذي ليس من محارمها. A man who is not from her محارم. She's alone in a car with a strange man. When I mean strange man, I mean he's not from her maharim. Even though she may know him, right? If he's not from her maharim, then this too is khalwa. This too is being alone. Being alone in a car with a man. يَثْهَبُ بِهَا إِلَى الْمَدْرَسَةِ Maybe he's taking her to her school. وَإِلَى السُّوقَ Maybe he's taking her to the marketplace. He's giving her a ride to the supermarket. Hatta walau ila al-masjid, and even if he was bringing her to the masjid, la yajuz hada. This is not permissible. This is not permissible for a man and a woman to be in a car alone, and that man is not mahram for that woman. This is not permissible and it enters into the prohibition of the what of the khalwa of seclusion. لا يجوز المرأة أن تركب في السيارة وحدها مع سائق ليس محرما لها. It's not permissible for a woman to get into a car with a driver who is not her mahram. نعم. So. Taking a taxi, woman by herself jumps into a taxi, not permissible. And a man is a driver, and then the driver is a man, it's not permissible. A woman 
She need to take an Uber and she jump into the Uber and the Uber driver is a man. It's not mahram for her. It's not permissible. Woman need to take a lift. And she jump into the lift and the lift driver is not mahram for her. It's not permissible. It's not permissible. This is khalwa. This is seclusion. That is what muharrama, khalwa muharrama. It's not permissible. So we have to be on our guard as relates to this. You understand? And likewise, nor is it permissible for the woman to be the driver, ma'am, and then to pick up men who's not her mahram. You understand? So some women, they drive Uber, and they drive Lyft, and whatever. Ma'am, this is something that, I mean, not advisable, shouldn't be doing. That she, and she shouldn't be doing it. Ma'am. We have to be on our guard for this. Especially in this age of ride sharing, where it's become very easy to get a ride from somewhere. We gotta be very careful. Gotta be very careful. If it is a must, then you request a woman driver. Huh? Then you request a woman driver. You demand it. And you don't get into a car with a man who's not your mahram. It's haram. It's haram. The Shaykh says it's not permissible. Because this is from the prohibited seclusion. And seclusion is prohibited. Whether it is inside of a house. Or whether it is inside of a car out or anywhere any place it may be it is not permissible for a man and woman to be alone therein without uh, someone else being present for the man who's not mahram for the woman لأعمالهن أو لأسواق أو لزيارة أقاربهن أو غير ذلك. He said, and this is something that it has to be warned against. This is something that the Muslim woman she has to warn against and be on caution as relates to it, especially inside of this time of ours now. Where, especially inside of this time of hours, where there has increased the going and coming of the women, where the increasement of women being outside and outside of the house, it is more so in this time due to the women having to go to work or them going to the marketplaces or for them visiting their relatives and other than that. Than visiting their relatives and other than that. And then the Shaykh, Ta'ala, he gets into, uh, an issue that is related to this. Naam, it is connected, and he, uh, especially to this last sentence. But, inshallah Ta'ala, we will say that for the next class out of fear of going on too long. And as uh, they say, خَيْرٌ كَلَامٌ لَا فَيُمَلٌ That the best speech of that is which is short and to the point. 
Do not be too long because then people get bored. So with that, we'll save, we'll stop here and save that to the next class. Bi'ithnillahi ta'ala fa'naktafi bihada al-qadr. صلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرًا